0: hello everybody it is friday september 25th 2020 this is podcast number 56 um i'm pretty sure we should just cancel the nfl season at this point there's really no point into going on everything's dumb and pointless but uh you know what maybe walters will cheer me up with a little bit of uh walters happiness welcome to the hidden oaks overdose football fix with your lovely hostesses GARLIC JOHNSON We're gonna need to take a break here while I change my pants. Josh Mitchell
1: Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle crayons.
0: <laughs> not after last time? <laughs>
1: not after last time.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, GARLIC and JOSH! Us. Yes. Do you feel happier now?
1: Mm, no.
0: Well, how about now? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Say hi to the folks, Josh. Hi, folks. Nailed it. Uh, Hidden Oaks over to at gmail.com, facebook.com, slash hoodpod, anchor.fm, slash hoodpod are the places you can find us easily. You can also search us up on the YouTubes. We're still on our journey to 100 subs. We're currently at 23, up one from last week, so not bad. Uh, it's a baby crawl. At that current pace, we won't get there by the end of this season, but you know what? We'll still be here next year, so that's all you can do. Segment start times are down in the description below. If you're an audio listener, if you're a video listener, you can kind of get cucked, but you're here so you're probably not skipping around anyways thank you levi oki for the beautiful art levi oki illustration on instagram josh how are we doing today pal
1: um who cares how are you doing
0: gar who cares what does that even mean are you depressed josh are you depressed do people not care about how you are and how you feel and
1: no no people care i don't know about you but i'm i'm kind of a big deal um people care and I just, it's been a week and a half. I'm ready for some fooball.
0: Well, you you got you got some last night, but you got another about, what is it? 36 hours from now to go? I can't do math easily. Just but long over enough 24. for a nap. <laughs> One 36-hour nap? That seems like a girthy nap, Josh.
1: Well, you know, it's what I do.
0: You take girthy nap. What's your longest ever nap, do you think, in life?
1: Like, nap like with in in full health or being sick
0: because uh, yeah, i've we'll definitely see, we'll had, say full health yeah
1: okay because i've definitely had some of them like 36 hours sick naps sure um in full health oh boy within the last year, probably just an hour i don't know i don't nap very often oh i guess i guess i did take a nap on sunday and i, I fell asleep at noon in the afternoon games woke up monday at six um no i'm just kidding um yeah hour two hours i don't know it depends
0: how talk, about you gar talk about being late for work woke up at six oof i assume you meant 6 p.m maybe you meant 6 a.m maybe uh yeah i mean i'm not a much of a napper but it, as i've become an adult i'm adult in quotes because i'm not really an adult but i have started to take a bunch of intentional naps you get home from work you know you do your yeah, i'm sure everyone's got a little routine once they get home from work put your shit away do this or that change clothes whatever then you'll maybe if you're like me and you're lazy instead of uh, you know doing chores or being uh, responsible you just go plop down in the old recliner and then uh next thing you know it's fucking 9 p.m because you blinked and it's a tough day, dude. So I've, I've had some of those uh, uh, unintentional, unfortunate naps that don't let me sleep much through the night. So, But that would be, as far as time goes, probably four or five hours. Just slips away from you there. Yeah, it's, for you. It's, it's, I would not say good for me. It is tough. Um, before we move into the fantasy zone, I will just say that uh, I should have said this last week, but we are now officially on Amazon Music so uh in our war of attrition to be on every podcast service available there's a bunch of them and amazon just launched theirs and we were there right at launch josh we're kind of a big deal amazon wanted us and definitely didn't just take any uh you know um uh what would you call it any uh yeah (laughs) any bot no i was trying to submission there we go that's like it is friday i couldn't think of the word submission they would take any submission they could get uh, anyways, Josh, I feel like that's enough chit-chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, Josh, let's go ahead and move right into the Fantasy Zone then. Now, uh, what are your sponsors for the Fantasy Zone? I definitely don't need to go get mine, so definitely don't take like 30 seconds.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, today's sponsors for the show are... Um, well, I kind of ate my saltwater taffy before the show, so I did have that. I have some empty gum wrappers at my desk. Um, I do have some Captain Morgan and Coke. But, hey, who cares about my sponsors? Gar, let's hear about yours.
0: Well, we got I guess we, we can do two. We got the old Arnie Palm. I went original this week. I wanted to bring her back. Still Arizona tea, obviously, but we went original Arnie Palm today and then uh we're going we're going to go with sally we melt for the other one we've got some cocoa pebbles um marshmallow bars which is about like a Rice crispy treat but with cocoa pebbles so gonna bunch on the, one or two of those throughout the thing as well nice yeah all so, right so this is a pretty oop, go ahead
1: I was just going to say, we have an email, it looks like.
0: Well, Josh, if we didn't have an email, I would uh, do uh, a welfare check on this man's life if we didn't get an I email. I was going to say,
1: if, if we did not get an email, then we must have had to attend a funeral earlier in the week.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, so speaking of which, Fan Tasting Zone, Fan Interactions, we did get an email from the Brian Knup. Um, subject line reads, top five players and other topics. Wow. Brian, that's, that's inspired. Guys couple points from this week's show referring to last week may have been the best hood cast of all time nice job three exclamation points just saying by the way i last chatted at 558 so i did stay awake and entertained the whole time brian that josh how how warm is your heart right now hearing that from bra guy
1: I'm going to have to go get some Tums. got some heartburn going.
0: Brian then goes on to list his uh, fave five, uh, but we'll wait and save that for the last segment. And then uh, he says, probably will not watch a down of football until Thanksgiving. Haven't seen a down yet and with the exception of my hood team, wouldn't be able to name five guys and who they play for. Love the Grum. Awesome show this week. Hope to be able to keep listening live. Brian, if you're in the chat, we love you he signs it brian his phone number his email and then josh i don't get this one you might be able to help me so he's been sending us his social security number credit card number the expiration all that but this week at, at the end of his signature he just put boland b-o-l-a-n-d do you i have i have no clue what that is or what that means do you have any idea what brian would be trying to say with boland isn't that the country that the germans invaded like in the 40s well close that was poland with a p as in perry this is boland with a b as in brian well so unless brian got invaded by the germans is ella german do you think brian got invaded by no, germans or julie no. um
1: i'm gonna go ahead and say do you know anything about the zodiac killer <laughs>
0: Uh, I've I've seen a, a movie about it with Robert Downey Jr. about the Zodiac Killer, yeah. So I know that leaving, much. Leaving ciphers
1: and, and different sure, uh, sure. puzzles. Sure. Yep. I believe he's sending us puzzles. So if we c- collect all of the emails from the beginning until now, by about week 17, we might actually
0: have a secret of his. Maybe that's where the buried treasure will be. Josh, Here's just blew my mind. What? What do you think... What kind of treasure would Brian hide or have?
1: Probably some fishing lures,
0: uh, hunting ammo, baby I, pictures of Brad. I mean, and this guy's many, 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 many years of life. You don't think he could have uh, could have acquired more than that?
1: I mean, the first fishing lure ever made? I don't know. That's probably Ooh, a treasure. F-
0: <laughs> was it the one that... No, I mean, there were fishing lures even before Jesus. I was going to say, you think it's the one Jesus used for those two fish? But or was it is it two fish or five fish because the, and then bread's the other number i
1: don't know it was two i don't know
0: oh, well because it was lo- so many fish and so many loaves of bread and he fed all those people but i one was two and one was five and i don't remember that's why it's just, i guess you don't know either thanks a lot josh sorry uh, um we t- i i was gonna do a fake voicemail this week didn't i never got the inspiration to do what it. do you mean fake Well, I was hoping that some random character we've never heard before called into the show, but he or she did not, Um, so maybe next week, and uh, we were going to take some time to have a quick chat with uh, Mr. Kevin Braun today, Um, but as is Kevin Braun tradition, he uh, never texted me back about uh, being on today, so... He, and by the way, he went out of his way to ask me. He's like, hey, can I be on the show? I was like, yeah, how's next week? He was like, oh, that's great, man. Friday, I could do it. I texted him yesterday. Hey, you good for tomorrow? Still hasn't replied. So
1: <laughs> so he's probably face down in a ditch somewhere in Alabama.
0: Buzzards, buzzards <laughs> checking on him, making sure he's still alive. I'm not sure that's what buzzards are for. I'm not sure that the, that's their uh, main objective is seeing if someone's alive. Well, they're not going to eat someone that's still alive. That's gross. That's, that is, that buzzards have standards. Uh, for what it's worth, though, in his first text message, he was very complimentary. He was like, hey, I've been listening to the pod. You guys are doing great. Blah, blah, blah. Can I be on? So that's how the conversation started. So thank you, Kevin, for being so complimentary. But at the same time, Kevin, what the fuck? But he just likes not responding, I guess. So, Kevin, you had your chance. And now we're going to have to give it to someone like Jesse or Bradley, who will never ask us to be on because they don't listen to this. But josh brian's talked about this before i know we're going we're digressing hard here in the fantasy zone but brian
1: we uh,
0: brian once upon a time bitch that we were bringing walters in he was like what you didn't even ask me i have experience in radio the yada, yada yada how long do you think we could go with brian being one of our number one listeners and never having him his voice be on the pod seven more days so same brian's gonna be on next week I don't know, maybe. I think that
1: what we need to do, because we do have kind of a timeline and everything, we need to pre-record our interviews.
0: So if you just if just do your interview and then we can play it over the top. I mean, we, we could certainly do that. But, uh, I mean, football is so here and now. How, how would we make sure it's topical? What if a big news broke that would have changed the interview? It mm, doesn't matter. We'll edit in our own voice over there to change their <laughs> answer. Perfect. Alright, well that's, uh, fantastic. It was pretty light this week, but Ryan, you are, uh, you're the reason that, po- that segment's still going, so, Josh, let's go right into the, uh, the two-minute drill. Um, so this week, you've, uh, you've got new music. Are you excited about this? Are you excited for the people to hear? Is it better or worse than the Cat Circus?
1: i forgot which one i texted you yesterday i just picked a name that was in my list of ones that i
0: downloaded without listening to it so we'll see perfect and so to be clear just one more time because i don't josh didn't seem to get it last time you're gonna hear whistle you talk i'm I'm gonna have you go first so whistle josh talks whistle whistle i talk whistle okay so this the first two-minute drill is recapping week two so josh you'll talk about whatever and then i'll talk about what happened in week two which was you know so much so much good things for the vikings um anyways here comes the two minute drill josh you are confirmed ready yes yes and
1: okay so week two of the nfl season um i don't know about you guys but i got hurt watching the games along with nearly half of the nfl i mean we saw cmc saquon Devonta. Uh, Devontae Adams, um, trying to think who else went down a lot of big names, um, the entire 49ers, um, offense and defense seemingly got hurt at the same time. Vikings dropped another one to the Indianapolis Colts, um, possible outcomes for Minnesota. I've seen them option. I've seen people petition to trade for Jameis. yikes tank for Trevor, maybe rise to mediocrity and stay. That's going to be my final guess. Um, Rise from mediocr- mediocrity and stays seven and nine. How you doing? Green Bay? Two and zero with the highest scoring offense in the NFL after two weeks, just like we predicted. So here's what I'm saying: Why didn't we draft a wide receiver? We ain't need one. And because, go on, Gar. It's your turn, Aaron Jones. Is that you, Kirk?
0: Minnesota Vikings just stink. I mean, how could they possibly be this fucking bad? I predicted the Jets to go 0-16. I predicted the Vikes to go 8-8. I had us 0-2 in my 256, but this is so ugly. What the fuck is happening? This is... <sighs> Couldn't last 60 seconds. I tried. I tried so hard. All right, Josh, I'll go first for week three, and I'll actually try this time for realsies for realsies. Okay? All right, I just wanted to say that... Uh... This, the start of your two-minute drill there
1: was about equivalent to the Minnesota Vikings start to the season.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Week three, here we go. All that bullshit is behind us. I am back hard on the... Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders bandwagon. Herbie did, in fact, look fully loaded on Sunday. He will be back after the team doctors literally stabbing Tyrod Taylor in the lung. Tough today to be tough, Tyrod. A bunch of great games coming at you week three. The Bears beat Atlanta. Can the Bears beat Atlanta? We got the Rams and the Bills. Great. uh, Jesus. Gruden's Raiders in New England. I mean, come on. Texans about to be 0-3 versus the Steel City, probably. Dallas at Seattle. Green Bay at New Orleans for Sunday night. KC at Baltimore Monday night. Holy shit. Vikings guaranteed to lose. I mean, we should just tank at this point. I don't know if Trevor's our player if we just trade the first overall when we get it, but Vikings fucking stink. I mean, let's, uh, I'll probably watch the Raiders and the any other team than the Vikings.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I did it. I actually took notes for previewing week three. You know what that means? We're gonna take a moment of silence, approximately one minute and 50 seconds long, just so we can absorb the fact I took some notes. Now I'm just playing. Packers at Saints, looking forward to that. Before the season started, I was thinking this was a daunting matchup. I mean, we got the Saints, they're always in the playoffs, they're always making it far, and they always get robbed. Now, I have expectations for Green Bay to do well, and I am ready to be hurt. We've got Michael T- No. Devontae- No. We've got a bunch of wide receiver threes going at it this week, with quarterbacks destined for the Hall of Fame. Huge lineup of games this week. How many more ACLs are going to suffer that? Hopefully none, but likely a lot. I predict a head coach hits the curb after this week, sparking national outrage more than Brett Favre at a Bucks game. How much time do i got gar wrapping it up like a second vikings zero and (sighs) three
0: that was the depressing two minute drill josh let's uh let's bring up the spirits here for me at least what do we got next
1: um actually i want to segue
0: into a new segment we call rip the vikings i'm gonna go with a hard pass on that one pal let's 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 say we did that one what's the next one after that okay
1: perfect that was a great segment, folks. That was Rip the Vikings. Moving on to the next one.
0: Fantasy fun time. That was the first Wednesday of the month, dude. That was that was tough. That was, yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> There's got to be a tornado somewhere we're just after that. Go,
1: I was just going to say we're going right into it with our grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason we are excited for the grain of salt this week is because Josh is a tornado when it comes to fantasy in the hidden Oaks leagues. Ladies and gentlemen, my second week of five and one in a row, bringing me to 10 and two total. Not only is it my second five in one week, but it's the second week in a row that I had the high score in three of my leagues. Last week it was four. This week it was three. So I am getting worse. We're going to ignore the fact that I had the low score in one of my other leagues. Um, but, We also had Saquon. So, yeah. Overall in the season, I'm at an 83% win. And in my overall record, it's 82%.
0: Not bad for a white guy. Uh, I went 3-2 and two last week. I am 6-4 and four on the year, so 2-3-2 and two weeks in a row. I am 60% on the year in my uh, whatever, every game against everybody every week. I am 67-47, and 47, so that's just lower than my 60%. Indicates my teams are slightly worse than I'm currently performing. Just like last year, I am doing my best in, I'm doing the best in my cheapest league. So hopefully that'll prop up my winnings this year, because right now it is looking ugly after the grain yeah. of salt josh uh we like to go through and we like to look at the fan leaderboard because that's a new thing we're doing this year the podcast play along challenge uh josh so i know you know um you don't know the chef the chef won week two we had the highest single score in week two and jack was sitting there pissing and whining and complaining always the brides may never a bride but jack is currently atop the leaderboard are yeah, you excited for jack is it a fluke what happens well, I mean, I don't know why I'd be excited
1: for someone I'm competing against, but good job, Jack. Um, you know what they say: first, first place is the best. Um, but it's just—it's about consistency. This isn't a sprint; this is a marathon. So, can you keep it up for 15 more weeks? We shall see.
0: Well, anyway, so Jack is in the lead, but only by point three. In second place, Josh is still your dominating wife. Is she Is she taking PDs? Are we going to need to piss test this uh, Nikita Mitchell of yours? Uh, probably not.
1: Um, but I am going to have to start hacking into her phone and changing her lineup Sunday morning um,
0: so I can catch up. <laughs> Well, I mean, do would you, would you want to hack it and change her lineup or just copy it so you can be as good as her? Or do you want to do both? Do you want to take hers, copy it, then change it?
1: I plead the fifth.
0: Alright, we will we're not gonna do the top performers of the week like we did last week through our ESPN League. We will look at some of the top performers in this fan duel thing, though, because that's what we're trying to we're trying to push in the fantasy fun time this year. So obviously, Aaron Jones had an absolutely dom- dominating week last week, 43.6 points in the fan duel contest. Dak was second with 39.8, Josh Allen 35.5, Kyler 33.14, and Matt Ryan, 28.52. Those are the um just raw top performers. But if if you look at value aaron jones was still the top value he was 5.7 times um, what you would pay for him i'm not exactly sure how that's calculated um, but fanduel says he was 5.7 times his value so i'm gonna have to take them at their word Dak prescott was next at 4.8 times his value Jonu smith 4.6 tyler higby 4.5 mike gasicki 4.4 dalton schultz 4.3 Uh, Jordan is it Jordan Jordan Reed 4.3 so Josh we got Aaron Jones Dak Prescott and then one two three four five five tight ends in a row these tight ends are valuable
1: yeah no um and I, I noticed that a lot of the tight ends are um prices are way down compared to the wide receivers and things like that and their production this season to start has been actually pretty close to what the wide receivers are doing. Didn't Higby get three touchdowns last week? Uh, yes. He had 54 yards on five receptions and three tutters. Right. So, he, I mean, they are touchdown dependent. We talked about Mark Andrews being touchdown dependent earlier, and he didn't have a touchdown, and he scored low. So, um, if they get the touchdowns, they're, they're scoring quite a bit, and they'll probably be that top value regardless. So, grab tight ends that score touchdowns, folks. Don't take Gronk. He's a blocker.
0: So I mean that's a bit hit or miss, but if you think you can hone in on a tight end who is going to score a lot of touchdowns, do you do you put a tight end in your flex? Because I don't think I don't think a lot of people think about putting a tight end in the flex. Do you think if you can harness this power, start putting a tight end in your flex in the contest? Well, I guess it just <laughs>
1: depends on who you have elsewhere. Like if you have Mahomes or Jackson and um Aaron Jones, Kelvin Ridley. Um, you know, some of the guys that are top, top prices, you might have to, it might be a smart player to do that. If you feel like someone's going to go off in their normal position, but normally I just try and keep it kind of consistent pace or consistent price point and try and get like a Todd Gurley or somebody in there that has a chance to explode in the flex. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously my put down, this is garbage because I'm garbage at it. So
0: yeah i'm just wondering because i mean looking here john smith 22.4 tyler higby 25.9 mike Kosecki, 23 uh dalton schultz 17.3 jordan reed 4.5 i mean i'll look at these guys as cost real quick 4,900 5,800 5,200 4,000 and then 4,800 for jordan reed i mean these guys were cheap relative to everything else so might be a strategy i might try and exploit here i might put a tight end in my flex this week but um, so that were that was the top performers uh, and the best a weird values. Flex, bro. <laughs> it's a weird flex, bro. Josh, we, uh, we're doing a new little segment here. We started a couple weeks ago. We're doing the budget bunch, which is uh, in this FanDuel contest. Speaking of, we are trying to find players on the cheap for $5,200 or less that you can slide in if you're running out of dough for this week's contest. Last week, uh, who would you have for your budget bunch, Josh, and how would they do? Scotty Miller, not so hot.
1: He only got 2.2 points. MVS, while not the highest score, he had 7.9, so it wasn't the worst. Scored more than Saquon. Um, And Brandon Ayuk got 3.1. Then again, I'm surprised he even stayed healthy with how
0: that team ended up. That's true. Um, so I had Benny Snell I had the worst performer out of our budget bunch Benny Snell was negative he would have hurt your team not even neutral he would have hurt your team negative 1.4 Malcolm Brown he had a 4.7 was heavily overshadowed by Daryl Henderson in that Rams backfield and then Keelan Cole the guy Josh bolded before the week for a cheap cheap price of 48 put down 14.8 points Josh that was the best of the budget bunch last week I don't know if you watched last night's game
1: but dude he can catch he had a really nice snag on the sideline i don't think really nice
0: i don't think anyone's ever doubted his ability to make good catches it's it's always with every time we've talked about him it's in the um the framework of fantasy and so he's never been a dominant fantasy player by any means like all of his cool catches last night what do you have like five eight points
1: yeah i have no idea um but i also I, i got to thinking last night remember a couple years ago when when he, I was hyping him in the offseason, then obviously last year he just vanished. Yeah. Um, but, and you were all
0: like, DD, DD. Like DD's their number one. What I, the hell happened to DD Westbrook? Uh, I liked him too. few yeah i mean what i've so I, he's on my dynasty team still so what, every time i pull up the player profile and i read about it apparently he's been hurt pretty much he was hurt pretty much the whole camp so he was a healthy scratch or healthy relatively um scratch week one and two i'm pretty sure and so he was in the game last night i think he had one catch so dude definitely fell off dj chark took over that uh yeah. that organization
1: yeah but i mean if you look at like i mean other than chark so their offense right now is a sixth round quarterback Yep. Gorgeous mustache, by the way. Beautiful mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a undrafted running back who put up 25 in the standard league that I have him in. No big deal. Not bad. And Keelan Cole, who I believe was a very late draft pick or undrafted as well. Like, those are three contributors, main contributors in their offense when Chark sat. It's true. And then I'm gonna steal Jack's joke, so credit to Jack Vickers here. Uh Con Leave can probably just leave the stadium and never come back because he can't catch.
0: Is that, is that a player? I've never I literally never heard that Chris name.
1: Conley. Oh, Chris Conley? He can Con Leave because he I, had two blatant drops last night.
0: I understand now. I was like, yeah, I've never, definitely never at first I thought you were trying to say like Shad Khan or Tony Con, like the owners of the team when you said con, but You're saying C-O-N, Con Lee, Con Lee. My small brain took a second there, but now I understand, Josh. What a good joke. Had a jack there. Excellent, excellent work.
1: So, Budget Bunch, who do you got this
0: week? Well, Josh, this week I'm thinking uh, – I'm trying to go for – players at each position that aren't, aren't quarterbacks or kickers or defense so you know all the other main offensive positions so i got one of each i got devonta freeman dude just signed with the giants so it's definitely a huge gamble here but he's right at the price point 5200 they wanted me to pick him devonta freeman newly with the giants why not Dion lewis wayne Gallman, are those guys really threats to a f- former stud running back Despite all his injuries, not really. Uh, Logan Thomas, speaking of tight ends, tight end Logan Thomas for the Washington football team. He's only at 49, Hundy. This guy has been getting targets on targets on targets. So even if you hate that organization and or hate their offense, the dude has the opportunity to put up points. Lastly, KJ Hamler. I had to scroll real far down to find this one because there a lot of the prices get real close together when you get down there. But KJ Hamler, 4,500. He is currently the wide receiver two in Denver with um, fellow rookie Jerry Judy, fellow like well not fellow but fellow teammate like second or third year guy Noah Font. I mean, Jeff Driscoll was trying to feed Hamler last week the fact that KJ Hamler's 4,500. I think that's a steal. You might feel guilty putting him in your lineup because you're going to have so much extra money with KJ Hamler in there.
1: I, sticking with the wide receivers, I had Hunter Renfro, uh, slot guy out of Las Vegas. White guy. No, He he is white. He's uh, Um, 5,100. He has a favorable matchup this week against New England. I feel like that game could be a shootout as well. A lot of scoring. Cam Newton seems to be putting the ball in the end zone quite a bit. So if they throw the ball... Waller, he's a little banged up. So, Renfro, this might be his opportunity. Next, I have Mo Alley Cox, third string tight end and in Indy. Philip Rivers loves him some Alley Cox because he just shredded the Vikings defense. Now, come, on, come on. Sorry, it's, it, it might be a cheap shot, but it's true. He had over 100 receiving yards last week, and he put up decent points. Um, I, I haven't heard anything about the status of the other tight ends, but I think he's earned himself some playing time.
0: Jack he's Doyle five,
1: is expected to play. He's only five k. Mo Alley Cox all the way, and then Brandon Ayuk again. I'm just going to go ahead and have him on this list because all of their wide receivers are hurt, and he's coming off of a low scoring game. But it's only that was only his first game, so 4,800. I'm going to go ahead and say Brandon Ayuk, he's going to be the highest of these six.
0: Ooh, you think so? Okay, Josh. So speaking of, if we, I don't want to turn it into another studs and duds. That's cheap. But if we were to retroactively make this into a small game where you just get a point if a player goes past a certain threshold of points, what would you want that threshold to be? Because obviously we're going bargain bin. These guys are cheap, so they're not talking 20 points. But what would the threshold of points be if you were to get a point for having that player perform in the budget bunch? You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, looking at the scores from last week, I'm going to say, say 2.1.
0: <laughs> That's so you would have three points and I would have only two?
1: Yep. No, Um. I, I don't know.
0: I was thinking like eight or ten I wouldn't or rather,
1: I, I wouldn't like to add a game to this. But, I mean, yeah, eight is fair. But I would also say even just picking of the six that we pick or the number between the two of us and then just having it be more of a called it type moment.
0: Sure. I mean, I yeah, it's not a, not a formal game. But, yeah, so, I mean... If the threshold was anything, uh, main main reason I made the game is just so I could prove how superior I am to you. I mean, I'd be the only one with a point right now, Josh. I mean, you fucking stink. Look at you. You didn't get anyone over eight points.
1: Yeah, well, you picked my guy, Keelan Cole, so I feel I'd, like I
0: won too. I mean, I just you could have picked him too. There's no rules here. There's not like no dubs or nothing. Well, I didn't want to double up on you
1: because then people aren't getting any content. They're just getting a bunch of copycats.
0: But I mean, if we were, we're both trying, from, uh,
1: we're trying to give them we are trying to give them six people that they can pick from
0: not i mean there's five There was never any rules on how many we, we just we just happened to do three each in the first time we did the budget bunch i don't think we ever set uh. ground rules oh well, whatever all right so that was our budget bunch josh that was the fantasy zone we are or no it's not jesus i don't even know my own podcast anymore that was the fantasy fun time we're flying. We took out the ascendant anchor. We took the top performers. We are streamlining this podcast. We're already into the Hidden Oaks highlights, Josh. So we've already talked a bit about uh, your performances in some of the Hidden Oaks leagues, and you can talk about whatever league you want because we are Hidden Oaks. So anything we do is eligible to be a highlight. But talk about some of your games. I know you are dominating the redraft league right now. So talk more about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did the strategy that I did a couple, of, or I took a couple of years ago when I won the chip. And I just went wide receivers. Um, so Kelvin Ridley, he's been performing quite well this season. Got him. Number one receiver. Devonta Adams got hurt last week and it doesn't sound like he's going to play again, but I have Tyree kill as well. He, you know, he's, I, I don't know what his deal is, but I think he went into the third quarter with like one point last week and he ended up with 18 or something. So he scored touchdowns and then cream hunt, um, Todd Gurley, so, and then Cam Newton, who I got late, he's performing quite well this season. So I just, I think I got lucky with a lot of my picks, people falling to me. Um, and so I'll, I'll take it at this point. Will it continue? Probably. So, yeah.
0: Yes. How are you doing this year? Well, I mean, I beat T in the re-draft, but I won't say that's much of an accomplishment based on what his team looks like. But to go back to you for a second, do you remember what your score was week one? 170 something i don't know yeah and this last week he scored 163 i mean you need to ch- i put the i literally put the notes you need to chill bro
1: well davante is not playing Devonte freeman is not playing this week so if i get over 100 i'd be surprised Well who do
0: you play this week brad
1: so he doesn't have cmc <laughs>
0: That is a tough night for Brad. I play Wilbert. Uh, We've both each had a player goal already. Gardner Minshew put up less than half his fucking projection. I don't know my quarterbacks are just meant to be failures. I guarantee Philip Rivers will put up 40 this week. And then Wilbert had Mike Gasecki, who didn't do too much but got a touchdown, so salvaged that uh, performance. Um, I'm projected to lose, obviously. Josh, you said you're playing Brad this week. Um, you're currently projected to win by 12. Do you think that's how it'll go? I know you said you're, you're missing your top draft pick, but so is he.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Um, I do like David Johnson on this roster. So I think, it, I think that ours is going to be a pretty close matchup. I know that before, um, before I took out Devante, um, he, I was projected to win by one or something like that, one by two. And so I don't know. I'm going to have to check the waiver wire right up to the last minute, I feel
0: all right yeah i mean that's not a terrible strategy uh one other thing i put the notes because I'm, I'm not doing this very linearly this week um it came down to i think was at the end of the sunday night game or the end of the afternoon games hammer and your wife nikita were in a barn burner of a game i think it was just the three o'clock games because it came down he to was. dak and other people
1: yeah i know it was uh dak and Mahomes and 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 she was really hoping Mahomes would get one more score out of there. Um, it was a close one. She's been, she is the equivalent of the NFL season so far when it comes to injuries. She has had everyone get hurt, so can't say that. Um, can't say, um, can't
0: say that it's her year right now just because of those. But plenty of time to turn it around. That's true. Uh, nothing else really crazy happened in the week except for. I don't really want to shittle over the new guy, but Eric, he uh, he was the lowest score by a mile. Well, not I shouldn't say by a mile this week, but he had only 70 points. And in this league, like 120 is a pretty average score. And he put up 70. Derek only put up 80. I mean, some teams out there are struggling. It's the injuries. Everyone's hurt. <laughs> I just, you don't got to tell me about everyone getting hurt, Josh. Just look at my fucking Dynasty team in the BSB League. Christ.
1: Oh, yeah, i saw it uh, yesterday
0: god frank gore this is what my this is how my team how good mm-hmm. my team is frank gore and deon lewis are my two starting running backs in the bsb league fucking tough dude yeah marlon mack damian williams Saquon barkley have you heard of them no Nope. uh any interesting matchups mm, nothing too crazy i mean looks like brian will get his second win because Derek is stinking it up this year Amy and Eric. No, no, nothing too notable in the matchups. Um, all right, Josh. Uh, oh, we didn't mention the side bet. So, Brian actually lost, uh, won his first ever side bet. Last week's was Bench Warmer, so the highest scoring bench player. That would be the one that Brian would have to win. But. Um, had Leonard Fournette on his bench, who anyone who knows fantasy, Leonard Fournette went off last week, 27.6 points on Brian's bench. He won his first ever side bet, five bucks sliding Brian's way. Uh, too bad this man is ancient. Um, doesn't have Venmo, doesn't have Zell, doesn't have any of those cool things, probably doesn't even have PayPal, so he'll have to wait for his cash or we'll have to trust Bradley if I send it through Brad, but. I don't think Brian or I will trust that happening. That'll end up in Taco Bell rather than. I was just Brian's gonna wallet. say Taco Bell just got five dollars. I mean, well, Josh. So I, I don't mean to besmirch your image, but you know, it's fair to say you know more about the gans than I do. You're not going anywhere with five dollars for in the gonge market, are you?
1: Um, I mean, not unless you're going to a party house and they're doing a pass around.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So that five dollars will be in Taco Bell's pocket for sure. Uh, upcoming upcoming side bet is 30 for 30 team with any starter closest to 30 A tiebreaker obviously would be the second player closest to 30 so we'll see how that one goes this one was renamed well it was the 30 flirty and thriving and then josh put another thing in the spread or in the spreadsheet that said 13 for 30 i mean can you make up your mind josh
1: well i mean 30 30, 30, 30, 30 and thriving is the name that they gave it on the um the reddit that i took it from and 13 going for 30 was just a play on. We had 13 draft picks. Obviously, we
0: don't start 13, but hey, we had 14 draft picks. Kickers don't count. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So that's a side bet for next week. Josh, we are here already into the fave five. And this one, I'll just ask Josh to start. How challenging was the fave five for you this week? Because I struggled. Uh, we started at five, and I was still writing names down at 4:50, and I have it narrowed down to nine. So you have got okay. So, so you obviously had a bigger issue than me, or I don't know, a different issue than me, because I struggled to get five guys on my list. I guess five guys that were worthy of my list. The way <laughs> oh I, yeah,
1: no, I did, and then so I put. I just started writing names down of people that I like to watch, and that's that's what I went with because when you take away the entire NFC North. Yeah, yeah i mean you get rid of a lot of people and even cuz like i was looking through it and i probably would have had a couple vikings and then when there's no quarterbacks probably would have had you know a handful of quarterbacks so, it, it gets tough when you're going down to those positions.
0: Yeah, it got super oddly, narrowly specific, but that's how I wanted it. We wanted to shine a light on some guys you don't think about very often. So, they take away the NFC North. It takes away the homers for us. You take away – well, it's active players, so you can't do like like a LaShawn uh, – uh
1: and the mccoy still playing
0: oh i was good was marshawn lynch sorry i screwed up marshawn lynch and the mccoy marshawn lynch would have been my list for sure if it wasn't active guys um and then yeah non-homers non-qbs i mean it's it's it, it struggled but i to tease it right now even though we're in the segment i think no one would expect what my number one is but uh, that's where we're going with this week the fave five active nfl players who are not in the nfc north and who are not quarterbacks Uh, so josh talked about his lens being guys he enjoys watching my lens was pretty similar how i how i framed it for to determine my favorite the criteria i use is who would i be sad about if they left the league tomorrow so guys if they got out of the league for whatever reason tomorrow i would be sad to see them go so that's that's how i determined my fave five Anyways, Josh, uh, well, let's do this thing. We got Brian was our, our only guest contributor this week, probably because it was super narrow and specific, but. No, um, Nikita did. Oh, oh, that. well, okay. So I didn't know if Nikita, if you were just going to say that Nikita's list was actually yours list, because Nikita's list, what it was before, did not look like Nikita's list, if you know what I mean.
1: Well, that's because I only, I didn't have my phone with me, and she texted me, so I would remember to put them in. And I only remembered three of the names. And so I just added the other two.
0: The other two that were. Very obvious Josh picks for what it's worth. I know this is behind-the-scenes stuff that no one will ever see, but let's just say the list was a phony. And Brian's list uh, is only his fantasy team, because if you remember, call back to his email, he said he doesn't know anyone in the league because he doesn't watch football, which, you know, what's this guy doing? But anyways, Brian's fifth favorite player, Christian Kirk. Nikita got.
1: Nikita, um, and and she wanted me to make sure that everybody knows that this is a not – this is no particular order. She oh, just no particular
0: players. order. The key that go kind of goes against the bit, but I, you
1: know, being no, fair. I mean, five is just
0: favorite five. So I mean, but are we are we are obviously. I mean, you and I are ranking them.
1: So for number five out of five, Juju Smith Schuster.
0: Ooh. So did, so Brian obviously applied no reasoning because he just picked five guys on his fancy team did the apply any reasoning or are you aware of any reasoning of your own wife?
1: Yeah, no, she, she's a Steelers, She was a Steelers fan. Um, when we met, that's big like Antonio
0: team. Brown fan, as I recall.
1: And, and she is, uh, she was disgusted by him
0: after the, after he went crazy. She has repented. Uh,
1: and so she, when, when he left, um, and went to the the psych ward, um, Juju kind of stepped up. And I mean, Juju's a great, I mean, he's a great player. He's fun to watch. He's got a personality laid out, Vontez Perfect. So I think, uh, I think that's a good pick.
0: All right, Josh, my fifth favorite player. And again, these are guys who I would be sad if they left the league for whatever reason, whether it's I respect their game or their story's really cool. But Josh might not like this one, but my fifth favorite is a kicker. And it is kicker, Daniel Carlson. What, I was just going to say. <laughs> what a story for this kid. Obviously, anyone around here knows we, the Vikings drafted him. Used, I think, probably a fifth rounder on him. That's a Vikings move. Struggled early. First two games were hideous. Dude gets cut by Zim, who hates kickers. Um, and Daniel Carlson takes that time to reinvent himself. Literally changed his entire kicking style after that quote-unquote rude awakening zimmer probably wasn't very supportive but this dude changes his entire kicking game gets signed by the raiders and has been automatic since anyone who watched his game last week against the saints dude was slaying and playing like no other Um, if this kid goes on another 40 years like um, uh, some kickers do what an inspiration and uh, never give up story he will be for kickers aspiring athletes and the world good for you daniel carlson
1: Absolutely. No, and you said I'd be mad about that pick, and I don't know why. I thought You, you that, just you like know, to
0: shit on kickers. I put Daniel Kickers' his name. I'm drunk. Uh, but I don't know. You just, just like to shit on kickers. You've done it like three times oh. tonight.
1: Well, yeah, just for fantasy purposes. But for favorite players, that's an all right pick. My fifth favorite, a name no one's surprised to see on this list. We're just going to go ahead and get it started with Josh
0: Garden. He's your fifth. That is an upset.
1: So, obviously, I've talked about him. He had an amazing season. Um, I've come to real. I've come out and said he is not as great as I make him sound. But he has a good story. I think that you know he battles his own personal demons. Um, the fact that he's out there, he's willing to say it. But the fact that he just wants to come back and play, he wants to be back in the league. It says a lot, and he makes my list at number five. Plus, he's fun to watch. I mean, he's a big guy who can run really fast. All
0: right, Josh, so we will have to ask you move the mic just slightly away from your mouth. It does sound like you were eating it. Just, just that that should be good
1: about my dinner time so well well, when you
0: move the mic but then move your mouth closer you are really defeating the purpose i just want to let you know uh but anyway so that was the number five we'll go to brian's number four and he has got scary terry or not rookie sensation but sensation of the washington football team terry mclaurin and this dude i mean brian didn't pick him for any particular reason but this dude is balling and is worth our eyes because he could be a stud for a long time
1: Nikita, my wife, um, she had Elvin Kamara. I think it's a lot of her um, hearing me talk about him, but she does like watching him. You're an an, an
0: influencer, Josh.
1: I am. I I am an influencer. I do have an Instagram, folks. Follow me. You don't have to. I don't do much. Um, But that is her number four.
0: All right, Josh. What do you got number four? I'll let you go first this time between the two Ooh, of us. I don't have a
1: number four, but I will go ahead, and I'm just going to pick from my gut here. A name you probably won't suspect. Okay, Bobby Wagner. Wouldn't
0: really. Wow. Middle
1: linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. I, I mean, I talk, I talk crap about Pete Carroll, Fail Mary. I mean, the Fail Mary's BS. Everyone knows that. But I'll move on. And 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 the 2015 NFC Championship game, but Bobby Wagner is just—he's all over the place. I think week one, couple years ago, he had 400 tackles against Green Bay. He's—I I, just—I love him. He's fun to watch, and I appreciate middle linebackers that get it done.
0: I I am currently eating one of those Cocoa Pebbles bars I was referring to earlier. So give me just a second here. All right, number four um i josh i put this in my notes i didn't put it about the last one kicker but i did put in my notes last time josh tends to not like people who um like to talk who are maybe arrogant who are they may be very emotional on the field and after the game well this is a player i absolutely love very intelligent man a man who again i would be sad to see leave the league that is richard sherman the dude is one of the most intense football players in the league super smart like i said can ball at the highest level and tries to make the league better from the inside Um, i appreciate this man i appreciate hearing him just talk shit on people uh (laughs) you're gonna throw a sorry receiver at me like crab tree i mean that was an iconic moment in modern football history um so richard sherman love that guy he's my number four
1: i like richard sherman once again, I don't know why you think I'd hate these players.
0: I mean, you, you, Josh, if you've ever interacted with you on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis during the football season, any time like, a player is boisterous or vocal, you seem to like a shit on them. Like, uh, Stefan Diggs or Richard Sherman or anyone like that.
1: I mean, you, have you seen Stefan Diggs' face? It's hateable.
0: <laughs> is Richard Sherman's face also hateable? No.
1: <laughs> I, I, I appreciate Richard Sherman because he called out Skip Bayless and
0: him to he buried for what it's worth josh i did not write the, that you would hate these players on the list of my top three so um you know you won't good. have to hear that anymore good moving on you can do nikita's three first go for it
1: okay nikita number three deandre hopkins not dustin hopkins but Ugh. deandre hopkins you were this close to greatness she uh she drafted him once in fantasy he ended up getting hurt struggling not doing so hot said she'll never draft him again but she does say he's he's fun to
0: watch and i agree i mean he's a great player i mean the hop is legit and he's been legit for a long time deserves respect uh brian's number three non qb non nfc north active football players is Devonte parker wide receiver miami and no reasoning that's just a guy who's currently on brian's fantasy team for my number three josh this guy is a guy i know you'll appreciate um he has helped my fantasy teams in the past he is a wwe fan and he is electric on and off the field my fave number three player is tight end george kittle what an electric factory! Dude has more personality in his left pinky toenail than most people in the league will ever have. The game is better with him in it. What a legend!
1: He should give Kirk Cousins some interview tips. Oh, just watch the game
0: film and. Uh...
1: Sorry, that's another cheap shot. Sorry, folks. Just, uh, again, my... you're
0: just shitting on people. This is this is why I assume you hate people all the time because that's how you are all the time.
1: My number three. None other than the great wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Stefan Diggs. Actually, that's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Do uh, not take that seriously. I was
0: about to be floored, honestly.
1: Um, my number three, Elvin Kamara. Ooh. Kind of like you had to see it coming.
0: Uh, he was on your list for sure. I wouldn't know where, but he'd be up there. He,
1: he's on my list. Um, and honestly, of the nine guys on this list, I, I could probably take him out as well and put another guy in there. I I do like a lot of players, but Elvin Kamara, I read an interview with him and, you know, he, he moved to like just across from the stadium in, in new Orleans. It's not a very good neighborhood. And, and so apparently there was gunshots and he just, I don't know. It was a good, good article, good read. Um, he's fun to watch. Unfortunately had that injury last year, but he's coming back this year in a strong way.
0: Shout out to Alvin Kamara on my Deflate These Balls team. Hopefully he gets to see the field next year. Uh, moving on to the number twos in the Fave Five. So Brian picked Josh Allen as his number two. But um, as anyone would know who was listening, we said no quarterbacks. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, happens to be on Brian's team. But conveniently for me and for Brian, there's another Josh Allen in the league the defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Brian's second favorite player in his fave five is Jacksonville defensive end, Josh Allen. Wow, Brian, what a pick. Way to, way to respect defenses like you should. Nikita's second favorite player is...
1: Keenan Allen. As she always says, my boy Keen." That's that's how she refers to him. Um, once again, a player that she's had in fantasy a couple times, and we've watched games, and and she knows, you know, that's my boy Keen. Whenever he makes a catch, and we're watching the Chargers, so
0: another good pick. Obviously, top top player, no doubt. Josh, who do you got number two Iowa. in the fave Five. Is it Iowa? No, it's not.
1: Number two, Todd Gurley. Oh,
0: that was another one guaranteed on your list.
1: Yep. I mean, I have his jersey. I hyped him coming out of college. He came off that knee injury. He has arthritis in his knee, so he isn't necessarily what he used to be. But those, those few years where he came out the gates swinging, whew, find me a better running back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's hard to do. I mean, Todd Gurley obviously led me to a dynasty championship along with my partner in crime, Garrett. Todd Gurley was putting up like 40 points every week, especially through the playoff stretch. Um, The dude was undoubtedly electric, and he has so far not been terrible in Atlanta, but uh, what has happened to his degenerative knee is very unfortunate, and you hate to see it, but um, he was the top of the game when he was in his prime, or when he was at 100% for sure. So, my number two so i tried to not do people on the same teams and i tried to not do people at the same positions just to give me a variety but i couldn't do it because this player deserved to be my number two and my other players deserve to be where they were so number two tight end for the oakland raiders darren waller i mean this this, if you've ever watched a football game with him and that you're familiar with the story if you're not go google it um long story short this dude beat all his demons speaking about beating demons earlier and he is now a baller he is undoubtedly the focal point of that offense fuck josh jacobs i love josh jacobs a lot but the raiders would have zero success if darren waller was not on the field so the waller baller your story is very inspiring to so many people and you are a stud on the gridiron my second favorite player in the nfl
1: quarterback moving on nikita her number her number one in a list that is in no particular order is kelvin ridley i didn't get a reason for that i think we've watched an atlanta game and he went off
0: okay all right uh, and then brian's also no particular reason number one favorite player is chris carson running back for the seattle seahawks uh chris carson's a very respectable player um I mean, he's on a couple of my fantasy teams. Dude's held it down week one for sure. So, not a bad pick out of Brian. Just, again, no real reasoning. Um, I'll go with my fave one first. Wait, it's, hang on.
1: Uh, I want to try and guess. Oh. I'll let you try and guess mine. Okay. I want to try and guess yours.
0: Well, again, I teased it at the very beginning of the segment. I didn't think anyone would guess my number one. So, So,
1: do you want to give, like, a hint? Like, position?
0: Oh. Um, I'll say he plays defense. And it's not a former homer, because that's something I considered a lot, like thinking about like guys like Griff and people like that. It's not a former homer. I will say it's defensive and non-former homer.
1: Is it the honey badger?
0: Ooh, that is not a terrible guess, but it is not. Uh, Josh, I was shocked to hear you say this person's name earlier, because my number one favorite player is Bobby Wagner. Uh, that was line- my next guess. Linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean... If you look back to the 2012 draft for the Seattle Seahawks, that was a pivotal year for them. I don't remember their first round pick, but second round pick, Bobby Wagner, third round pick, Russell Wilson. Those two have been quarterbacking their respective sides of the field since 2012, and it has been incredible to watch. Bobby Wagner, in case anyone's not familiar, because not a lot of people talk about him in, the, in these circles. Led the league in tackles twice. He's a six-time pro bowler, a one-time second-team All-Pro, and a five-time Booker T. um, First-team All-Pro. He is already guaranteed Hall of Famer. Or he is already guaranteed Hall of Famer. And he's probably got, the way he's going, probably another five years in him. He's electric to watch.
1: Yes. All right. Do you want to take a stab at mine? Do you want a position?
0: Well, so, yeah, sure. I'll get it you. I'll do it. it offense okay offense we'll see i assumed it would be skill offense. position <laughs> thank you um well so you say skill position <sighs> i mean they're all skilled but right i get it Um uh, we'll see because so, so I, kamara and Gurley were for sure going to be on your list josh gordon was for sure going to be on your list uh, bobby wagner already a surprise i'm trying i'm trying hard to think of who it would be i'm trying to think of all the jerseys you own and all the jerseys I can think about you own are either already on the list or play defense. So I, ge- I genuinely – they're not a homer either, so it can't be Devonte. I genuinely have no idea. I can't even fathom a guess. I'll say Julio Jones.
1: No. So you're going to probably kick yourself when I say it. Maybe. Somebody you, t- somebody you talked up preseason, somebody you thought was a steal of the draft – Randall Cobb.
0: Oh, oh, former Homer. I should have known.
1: Former Homer. Oh. I know you said you were going to avoid it,
0: yeah. but I, 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 mean, it's rest- my... I got Daniel Carlson's technically one.
1: Yeah. And so when I look at my list, he was one of the first names I knew I was going to write down. I just didn't know where I was going to put him in my top five. I am kicking and, myself for sure. And, and honestly, you think back to week one after Rogers broke his knee last year, a long catch for a touchdown against the bears. He saw he, he solidified that win. Week 17, many years ago, fourth and nine, the dagger, Randall Cobb. Opening uh, kickoff against the Saints his rookie season after the Super Bowl win. Touchdown. I've been a fan of Randall Cobb since he came into the league. He was the first jersey I bought. Welcome to number one. Come on down.
0: That's a good pick. And you, I'm surprised you didn't even mention his eyes. I mean...
1: I, I try not to because I, I only have so many shorts that I can put on.
0: If you, you get lost in the gaze, I'm sure. Um, I thought, well, cause I, no, I know we couldn't do homer picks, but I was surprised. I mean, I guess maybe Iowa's not really your favorite, but I mean, for sure if you could have, you would have put a Packers offensive lineman on this list or the whole O-line as a unit, I think. Or maybe you're, you're not as high as on them as you used to be.
1: Not Not as high as I used to be. I mean, back when they had Sutton, TJ Lang... Those guys, they were just fun because of that. David Bakhtiari might have made the list just because he's hilarious. Um, but if I was thinking like of of the Green Bay Packers, there's, you know, uh, Jair Alexander and Devontae Adams are probably, and Aaron Jones are probably the three. Off the top of my head there. Sure. And when I said I was thinking Vikings, I probably would have put Harrison Smith on there.
0: Dude deserves the respect, for sure. He is the hitman is electric. All right, Josh, I've said electric one too many times. We're almost out of here, but the topic teaser for the Fave 5 next week, and don't forget, fans out there, you can submit Fave 5 topics if you want. I mean, we have a list of about 60 things, and we have a rough schedule just so we kind of know where we're going. Uh, But if you have any ideas for us, it might be on the list. It might not, but we will uh, definitely throw it in there. So next week, Josh, we are doing multiplayer video games. And right now, when you hear that, most people would think about online multiplayer video games, but this could be multiplayer in any facet. So, Brian, for you, Pong counts. I'm sure you were there as they invented it, but Pong is technically a multiplayer video game. You don't think he was too old for video games at that time? I mean, you're never too old for video games, Josh. Look at us. You think you're going to outgrow video games at some point? No. That's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, multiplayer video games will be next week again. Can be anything; doesn't have to be online. Um, I guess. I guess if I were to put one stipulation on there for anyone who's a player, a video game player snob, I guess I would steer away from co-op campaigns, if that makes sense. So like, that's meant to be single player. Obviously, you can play it together, but we're thinking like games you're playing against someone. If we could put that little caveat on there as well, or what do you think about that? Is that too narrow?
1: No, competitive multiplayer games. I'd say yeah that's fine because i think we have one for campaign
0: we do and that's why that's why i was trying to do the differentiation there so multiplayer competitive video games obviously can be team or 1v1 however it works uh but yeah so that's what we're doing next week make sure to hit us up facebook gmail whatever you got uh josh do you have any final words we're in our outro we don't utilize the final words often because obviously we have just talked for approximately an hour but you got any final words in your mind for the folks any thoughts on the world around you no. pakist that was deep uh i don't have any final words either i mean i'm excited don't forget we're on amazon along with all the other things we're on um stay safe out there there's a pandemic and it's an election year and we're all drowning in it i know but it's going to be going on for a while longer so keep your head up uh hit notes over us at gmail.com facebook.com slash hood pod anchor.fm slash hood pod amazon music google podcasts oh, easy josh easy Spotify, I, push button. I love radio, all those things. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, Journey to 100. We're uh, almost a quarter of the way there. I would love to be at a quarter of the way there next week. Josh, it is time. Ooh, sound like you're going to say something.
1: I was going to say that our 100th subscriber will get a
0: free autographed script for our show. Ooh, we could provide that for sure. But I mean, how are they going to... I guess they'd have, they'd have to prove they're 100. So...
1: Yeah, no, so go ahead, Walters, create uh, 77 Smurf accounts and get that signed autograph.
0: That's true. Oh, this is, okay, so I guess I do have a final word, sorry. I will say, obviously, quote-unquote podcast wars, we've already won them time and time again, but if I were to give one person credit right now, and Walters is doing good things too, but the audio drops in Alex's Land of 10,000 Plus Gooms with Dave, they have the easily the best audio drops in all the podcast wars, the sounders, whatever you want to call them. A-Dub does great work over there. So, Audio Al, if you listen this long, shout out to you. I love your sounders. They're terrific. Anyways, Josh, um, yeah, we'll just say goodbye now. Bye, folks. Lid. Our fans are idiots
1: if they listen this long.
0: <laughs> we're just over an hour. So, we were cruising there, but we took a long time on the five which I think is fine. Yeah. Isn't? I have no no problems being over an hour this week.
1: When it's when it's football related, yeah. Yeah. All right, deuces. I'm gonna go make pizza.
0: Monsieur, Homemade made pizza. Miss you already. I'm. Oh, have you watched the new episode of The Boys yet? The one that came out today. Yeah. Well, it no. comes. They usually comes out on Thursday, technically. But. Oh no, I have not. Neither no. have I. Uh, I've read on Reddit and I heard from Levi. This is apparently the best episode of the season so far. So I'm about to go um, eat some food and watch that too. We should discuss. That's that's not a very high bar, in my opinion. You don't like season two?
1: I, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but season one in my season one is hard to top in general. But yeah, season two so far, it, it feels like it's got a build up going. But like the first couple episodes, they didn't stick out to me like season one did.
0: All right, I respect that. Anyways, Josh, I'll talk to you later, pal. Bye.